This is Kaloum from the Rollist Podcast live from London. You are listening to the Redemption Podcast from the RPG Academy Network. This is Redemption, an actual play podcast set in the Star Wars role-playing game system with Chris Burlew as the GM and also the droid R3A1. All right, so don't make it look like the ship had an accidental air leak. Kendall Jung as the Twi'lek former Padawan, Karel. If Kale was still here, we could probably drug him, but I'm not that good of a medic. And Michael Waldschlager II as the Duros pilot, Tazi. I believe the phrase is more than we bargained for. Episode 320, Echoes of a Forgotten Past. On the Separatist planet of Munalist, the now short-handed crew have found their way into the depths of a remote volcanic island, trying to unlock Isla's past. Now that they have come face to face with someone who knows her, what further darkness about their new companion will come to light? I don't really remember this place. I don't remember Hugo. Everything is pieced together. There's no cover story. There's just me with my entire life gone except for the past three months. Well, this personality was one of your cover stories. Some mechanic from some small backwoods planet. That way you could continue to, shall we say, misdirect your prey. And when he says misdirect, you get this almost a sinking feeling. And then you start realizing that... You have a connection you've never realized before. And that connection kind of flows through you. And you realize you have abilities you haven't even tapped into yet. Is part of the personality you actually erasing my memories? Because that's kind of a jackass thing to do. That's because you failed Plagueis. And he took him from you. In the picture in picture, Corral's eyes get really wide. Tazi doesn't react at all. Hmm. How did I fail? You were sent to scout a potential new species to experiment on. The grand experiment was going well. Our master had learned much about manipulating the forces of life, but there was one in deep space that you failed to find. Ones that could block the force, naturally. The Isal Amiri. Uh, no. Those are on the door. These are similar to the Yenkuri, only far more destructive, we have heard. Okay, that doesn't narrow it down for me. Do I have to explain this again? You obviously know. I have no idea what you're talking about. As you get a little more worked up, A1 kind of rolls forward towards Titus a little bit. You, you better tell her what she wants to know. Titus just smiles. It's nice you have a little bodyguard there. And then he reaches out behind himself and pulls out this It's a, a ring. And in the middle of the ring, you see this odd-shaped handle. And he just looks at the droid. I would hate to have to use this on you, little one. From down the hall. A1, leave him alone. Izzel will pull out her Viper sword. A1 looks back at Corel. Corel is like staring at A1 and she just shakes her head like, leave him alone, A1, back away. A1 shakes his head no, no. Reese lost his wife, Tazi's not losing his. A1, it's going to be okay. Just come over here. Yes, A1, why don't you help those two? Go back over there, and I will still talk to Titus. And Isla will sort of make a motion, like, trying to get toward to, to him, like, try to find a way to free them. I'm going to distract him. Okay. 
A1 moves back a little bit and he's slowly trying to roll towards a control panel, but he doesn't put his blaster away, doesn't put his fusion cutter away, and he's constantly watching Titus. And he just kind of looks at his lenses. If he makes one wrong move, we end him. And Titus just smiles. I don't think it'll come to that. All she has to do is come back. I'm sure I can talk to our new master and he will use your skills. You were one of our best hunters. But I didn't just hunt creatures. I apparently hunted beings. Yes, you hunted things for the grand experiment. Most of these, and he motions his hand around the room, most of these were brought here by you. Isla looks around the room, taking in the lifeless creatures, and fear in her eyes turns to anger. And Isla will advance on Titus threateningly, not getting up in his face, but definitely trying to move his concentration like up to her so that A1 can do whatever he needs to do. Titus locks eyes with Isla, and he doesn't look concerned. He just keeps his gaze on you, and he has this smile on his face that shows confidence, cockiness. He's not really worried about what's going to happen right now. And as you're doing that, A1 manages to get to a little control panel, and he plugs in. He's going to make a computer's check. A1 plugs in, and he's hacking in. And as he does, the door shuts, and the force field where the emitter is, the beam narrows, and Corel, your left arm is, is free. And you can see access to the actual force field projector, but unfortunately your weapons are on your right side. Uh, can I spend a light side point to uh, be able to activate my comm? Because she usually can reach that with her left hand. Sure. Okay. I got an idea. Yes? Zeke. Yeah? Do you see where we are? Can you follow this transmission? Yeah. Come here. I need. We need help. Okay. This is your chance to shine, little buddy. Well, there's, like, this force field that kind of has us trapped, and, well, A1 and Isla are on the other side of a very big door, and we need somebody to help us get out, so bring something smashy and come help. Okay. Got it. I'll leave the comm open so he can follow the signal. Okay. Uh, Zeke heads towards you guys, and we'll have the camera cut back into Isla and Titus, who are locked in an awkward little stare-down. Titus just looks at you. So... The new master. He's looking for people to lead his new empire. I plan on being the voice for him. You could be the first of his hands. I don't know what any of that means, but I feel like I'm going to say no. It's a shame. We worked so well together. You said you could restore my memories. Yes. Come back to us, and I will restore everything. I can teach you to do this. And he waves his hand in front of you and disappears. And then a few seconds later, he reappears in front of you. This used to be one of your favorite tricks. Um. This was the first thing I taught you. As he comes back from his little disappearing act, that's when Isla kind of starts remembering how that works. And that's where you get that kind of sinking feeling in your stomach that you've done this before. You know how to do that ability. So Isla makes a decision. 
So she quickly pulls out her blaster and shoots the E. Salamiri around the door, try, attempting to take out both the, the door mechanism and the E. Salamiri. Okay. Roll a ranged light. Medium range, because it's a big laboratory, so it's a fairly decent shot. So difficulty is two. And throw in a black die, just because the E. Salamiri are on top of the control panel. This feels important. I'm going to use my touch of fate okay. to add two blue to this check. Fair enough. Since now I have access to these powers. Oh, two failures and four advantages. Okay. You don't hit the control panel, but your advantages you can use to shoot the E. Salamiri off the door, which will allow uh, force abilities to be used in that area. A1 sees the shots being fired. He immediately disconnects from the mountain that just appeared on the screen, and he's making a beeline towards Titus. He's assuming something upset you enough that he needs to take action. So before we get into that, we'll cut back over to Tazi and Karel. This is about the time uh, Zeke comes rolling up. I mean, what do I need to do? Do you see that little thing under there? Yeah. The thing that's emitting the force field. Smash it. Okay. He starts smashing it. Don't screw this up. He smashes open the, the panel, and Corel, from where you're at, you can see uh, the mechanics in the wiring, mm-hmm. and this is about the time you hear some blasters. Zeke, all you have to do is sm- see that little... And then you get the feeling of the force returning to you. That thing right there. I'm going to reach out with the force. Okay. And I'm going to take a uh, strain for using a dark side force point, and I'm going to rip the power emitter right out of the thing using the force. Okay. You rip that out, and you both fall to the ground. Tazi, like, falls knees to stomach. He was not ready for this. And you guys are free. You could have warned me. Sorry. Thanks, Zeke. Go back to the ship. And she's going to turn to try and get in through the door. Okay. Zeke looks at Tazi. Are you okay? Don't worry about me. Get back to the ship. Okay. And he takes off heading towards the ship. Tazi... That guy, he, he's a dark side force user. The thing he was holding up in front of A1 is a, it's a lightsaber of sorts. Can you get us in the door? Try, I'm going to try. I don't remember the code, though. I'm going to try and slice the door real quick. Okay. Uh, computers check. While she's doing that, Tazi gets on his comm. Okay. A1, do you remember the code Isley used? Yes. What's the code? Uh, A1723. Corel? tries to slice into it and with my roll of two yellow dice that both came up blank the purple dice that came up with a failure and three threats and the red dice that came up with the despair oh i'm gonna say she she tries to slice into it and just totally wrecks the system and not only does the door not open but a blast door closes over the top of it all right um forget the code buddy uh can you can you get in and, and unlock the door? We've got a blast shield on the door now. As you hear that, you hear A1. You can hear him heading towards uh, Titus. So, sorry. Can't. Have to keep his alive. Stay away from that guy, buddy. He's got a big lightsaber. So the, the camera pans back over to A1, and as Tazi says he's got a big lightsaber, A1 stops and kind of looks at Titus and then looks back at Isla, and then he starts rolling backwards towards Isla, and he looks at her. Uh, we need, we need to leave. We can't yeah. fight him on our own. We need Corel and Tazi. But A1 keeps himself in between Isla and Titus. 
Okay, let's see here. Fighting our way out is probably not a great idea. The camera pans over to Corel and Tazi. Uh, Kirk, I totally... Oh! Make a... Uh, Corel and Tazi, make perception checks. Uh, difficulty is just a one. Three successes and an advantage. Two successes and a threat. You hear... Down the path, there was actually two splits. You guys came down from the left side. Right. Coming up from the right side, you guys notice a medical droid walking up, and it's a multi-armed medical droid, obviously very customized, and uh-huh. it just looks over and... Oh, these must be the new specimens the master wanted. I guess I shall get ready and take them in. And he has several little syringes and implements that are coming at you guys. Actually, we're not. We're uh, here to deliver some food for uh, Titus. Can you get us through the door? We brought his lunch. I would make a deception roll. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, difficulty, just make it a two. Yeah, a, a success and an advantage. Very well. I did not realize that the master had ordered food. Yes, we brought it all the way in from the shore. Why is the blast door shut? When I hit the call button, it shut. I don't understand. Maybe I hit the wrong button. Interesting. He goes up and punches in a code. You see the blast door open, and then you see the other door open. Curl and Tazi look at each other, and then both their heads drop like, why didn't we try that? Thanks! And Corel's going to run run through. Okay. As Corel runs into the room, Tazi looks at the droid and says, Thanks, and pulls his dragon eye and puts it to the side of the droid's head area and pops two shots. Okay. He's going to use uh, his uh, quick strike. You get all the blue dice because he's not, hasn't yeah, taken he hasn't any actions. Yeah, he hasn't acted yet, so I only, I only get one extra blue die. So. He wasn't expecting it, so I'll just give him his defense score. Okay. So that's two black dice. Uh, so I have uh, what looks like three successes and five advantages. Okay. So That's a crit, right? That is a crit. Your base damage is... Nine. Okay. So 12 and a crit. Yep. Okay. Uh, roll the crit. 73. I'm going to give you a plus 10 on it because you're shooting him in the head. That makes sense. So you, you fired a shot... The crit you rolled is uh, the target leaves himself open and the attacker may immediately attempt another attack. And the, the second shot goes. same pool as the original attack. The second shot goes off. So narratively matches with the mechanics. And you did say you were popping two shots into his head. Which I did. Really is I did. I didn't realize amazing. that's amazing. what would happen. But here we go. That is four successes and five advantages. <laughs> All right. So another crit. So that's nine... Uh, 13 that time for damage. Okay. So and the crit. They had 20% to it. 59. So 79. Yep. Which is the exact same roll you just made. If you want to continue firing, you can't. It, that's enough to. Yeah. So uh, calmly and coolly, Tazi fires off two shots into the, the droid's brain case. And the droid's head uh, begins smoking, and you see his body just go limp, and it falls over backwards. And then Tazi runs into the room behind Corel. All right. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. I'm going to take three strain to add three successes to my initiative check. 
So my initiative check is going to be 4.4. I've got four successes and one advantage. I have four advantages. All right. Well, we see Corel come running in the room. Tazi uh, ends 114D's life. And so we see Titus. He picks up that ring with the handle in the middle, uh, pushes a, a button on it, and we see the red glow of a lightsaber ignite from the handle. He, he's got the lightsaber in his right hand. He points his left hand at the nearest bad guy in his eyes, which is A1, and he, he flicks his finger, and A1 flies across the room and slams into the wall and just slides down and just lays there, and we see some sparks. And then you kind of see this little light on his sensor kind of goes out. PC1, who'd like to go first? Tazi strides into the room behind Corel with his pistol already drawn, sees Titus flick A1 across the room, and this just grimace comes over Tazi's face, and he just opens fire with his pistol at Titus. Okay. Difficulty, you're at a medium range, mm-hmm. so it's two. He has an adversary rank, so that makes it a red, mm-hmm. and he has range uh, defensive two. So that's two black dice. And you have three light side points, if you'd like to spend any of those. That is one success and one advantage. So that is nine, uh, ten damage. And you see him as he spins the lightsaber around, and he reflects some of the bolts that are coming in at him. Um, and he does still take some damage. Isla wants to step back towards Karel and Tazi while firing her light blaster. One success, a triumph, and an advantage. Okay. What would you like to spend the triumph on? You could use it to kick in a critical, or you could upgrade the dice to somebody else's attack, or you could upgrade the difficulty on his attack, or you could have something cool narrative happen. So as I'm shooting, uh, backing up, Titus reflects one of the shots back up into the ceiling, which is already compromised because I've shot at it, to start um, volcanic rock coming down in between him and the rest of us. All right. So you're trying to upgrade his next action? Yes. Okay. Got it. Uh, Corel, you're next to act. So you see... A1 gets slammed across the wall. Tazi's fired several shots. Isla's firing shots. There's rocks falling. And you see this lovely red lightsaber that's just glowing. And, you know, while you're looking at the lightsaber, I'm going to flip over a dark side point. You get a feeling almost as if something is calling for your help. Okay. And it's coming from Titus's hand. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to spend that light side point also. It's going to be eventually to upgrade my attack. So... As a maneuver, I'm going to close to short range. Okay. And then I rolled my force dice. I'm going to use my two... I'm going to spend force points to do a force leap. So Corel takes a few steps, jumps into the air, and leaps at him, bringing her electrostaff down onto him. Okay. So it'd be melee at two. Um, he said he, you said he had a defense of one. Uh, his defense two. Okay, his so adversary rank, so it ups that. And he has a defense of two, which gives two black, right? Correct. Wow. So Corel brings the Electro Staff down, and while she doesn't actually connect with him because a couple of the rocks falling deflects her aim at that point, the kind of the inertia that her attack gave her pushes him back a little bit. So I'm going to spend my the two advantages I have left net uh, and give Tazi a boost die. 
All right. Uh, so you land next to Titus. He takes a few steps back. Uh, it's his action. And he looks at you and smiles. So I assume you're not here to join the master. Not especially. Um, if you give me his name, however, I'd be happy to send him a life day card. He just steps forward, raising the lightsaber. What is your defense? Curl has a defense of one. Okay. Well, he swings a lightsaber at Corel. He misses Corel, but in the process, uh, he swings. As you're dodging, he also kicks a rock up, and it hits you in the head. Your next attack is going to be upgraded by one. Hero the Triumph. So he's going to upgrade the difficulty. But he missed with the lightsaber, which is probably not a bad thing for you. Uh, next PC, who would like to go next? So I would like to use my Vibra Sword. I would like to also use a Frenzied Attack. Okay. Suffering yeah. a number of strain to upgrade the attack. All right. Difficulty is still a red, a purple, and two black dice. Okay. So I got one triumph and three failures. Okay. So Isla advances, um, taking out her vibrasword, putting away her blaster, kind of hopping through the falling rocks. And she comes sort of out of nowhere to try and take Titus out. She doesn't make contact with him, but she does startle him because he didn't see her, and he kind of stumbles back over some of those rocks, and so the next person to attack him will get a blue die. Okay. Next PC. Uh, Corel kind of recovers from her failed attack before and is going to take another cut at him with her electrostaff. Okay. Now, Isla, you rolled a triumph, correct? Yes. Okay, so it'll actually upgrade your attack. I'm sorry. Not just out of blue die. I think I misspoke. You need new dice. So I have a failure and four advantages, which would let me critically fail. Wait, <laughs> hang on. With the four advantages, you could upgrade the next person's attack. Yeah. So when Isla comes in on Titus's right side, Corel kind of steps to the left, cuts at his left side with a couple blows from the electrostaff, and he goes to parry with a lightsaber, and she averts you know, getting her weapons severed. She doesn't actually land a blow, but... She's got enough of his attention that whoever acts next is going to get their attack upgraded. All right. Uh, Tazi, it is your actions. Uh, Tazi sees Isla close in and the flurry of blows coming from Isla and Corel into the combat. And he directs his attention back to A1 and kind of runs across the room to get to A1 and see if there's anything he can do for him. Uh, it just it looks like A1, his power has just been knocked off. If you so were a can I make a mechanics check? Yep. Uh, make an average mechanics check. Not Tazi's forte, but he'll do what he mm -hmm. can. Tazi's going to flip a uh, light side. Okay. The access panel Tazi needs to get to to maybe assist in getting A1 back up and running is already popped open from the impact. Okay. Fair enough. One success and one advantage. Okay. Yep, that panel's open, and you power him back up, and kind of shakes his head and looks around. He looks weak. Uh, he's just kind of looking around. He'll spend the rest of this round kind of figuring so, out what's going on. Ties is going to spend the rest of this time trying to get A1 back on his feet. Okay. Uh, so back to the top, which is going to be Titus. He stumbling around. That's right. He gets an upgraded die. He turns a lightsaber towards you again, Corel, and he's okay. going to swing. 
Uh, yeah, I like that idea. I'm going to flip over one of these dark side points. I don't like you. Nice. Titus swings at Corel. He's swinging, you know, several shots. He hits you for, uh, luckily, only one success. So only 11 damage. With breach. With, with breach. So no armor. Um, I'm going to use parry. To, uh, so Corel's going to bring up her Electro Staff to try and block it. Kind of futilely, but I'm going to uh, use parry to uh, so basically reduce that damage by 5. Okay. And I am going to use the Triumph to kick in Sunder. I didn't know there was a Triumph. Yes. I'm going to spend that Triumph uh, using Sunder. Cut your Electro Staff in half. Okay, so the lightsaber cuts through Carol's Electro Staff, which angers her, but then it continues down and slices into her leg, which makes her scream. So I take six points. Next PC. Carol like, drops the pieces of her Electro Staff and like, kind of actually ends up on one knee because her leg just took a massive cut with a lightsaber. She just reaches out a hand. I'm spending all of my Force Dice, including the Dark Side, which gives me another strain, and I am going to use force move to try and rip the lightsaber out of his hand okay uh pose discipline he's got a red and one purple and i'm going to spend a light side point all right i don't believe this everything cancels out and i'm left with a triumph so no successes no advantages just a triumph so Carell re- like extends a hand, and you can see her reaching out with the force against his lightsaber, and he's trying to pull back on it. And between the two of them, she doesn't get it to fly into her hand, but it basically gets thrown completely across the laboratory, and it kind of crashes to the ground near the door. All right. Uh, next PC. Who would like to go next? He's defenseless? Well, he doesn't have his lightsaber. Yeah, I want to cut him down. All right. Roll your attack. It is the same difficulty. He no longer has adversary rank. Then he's going to use dodge. Two failures and one advantage. Okay. Uh, You swing at him and he's very fast. And you're starting to have memories of actually training with him. Because you stab at him with a sword and he steps behind you and puts his hands around you. And you have that moment of remembering that you've been here before. That he has trained you before, and you had a hard time actually even keeping up with him in the past. Isla breathes a sigh of relief and says, oh good, we didn't sleep together. And she elbows him in the nose. Uh, that's going to be my advantage to give a blue die to the next person who goes, because he's... <laughs> All right. Uh, Tazi, would you like to go? Tazi's trying to get A1 back on his feet, and then hears this skittering across the floor, and as he looks up to his left, he sees this circular hilt and handle comes sliding across the floor toward he and a1 and he quickly looks up at the the group corral and isla and and titus fighting he runs over grabs the lightsaber handle like grabs the edge of it and as best as he can like tries to throw it back to corral okay and as he's like kind of winging it from like his right hand his side he's he's throwing in almost what you would consider like a quick draw Mm -hmm. like he's picking it up the ground and like flipping it forward Okay. And, he, and he, Tazi screams out, Corral! Roll a ranged light. Range medium, so difficulty two. I'll keep it easy on myself for the mechanics. I'll flip over a dark side. Okay. So Upgrade one. Yep, upgrade one. And since neither of Corral and Isla aren't necessarily really paying a lot of attention to you, give yourself a black die as well. That is three successes straight. 
with three successes, where does it land? So the throw squarely places it between Isla and Corel, but as it lands, it slides underneath a piece of volcanic rock. Okay. We look over, and A1 takes a little repair patch out, slaps it on himself, and kind of pieces himself back together a little bit, uh, kicks in his rockets, and he spends the rest of this round just bulleting towards Titus as fast as he can. And we're back to the top. Titus just smiles and looks at Corel, holds out a hand, and he is going to make an opposed discipline check. So he gets two reds and a purple. So Titus reaches his hand out towards Corel, and you feel the force grab a hold of you and immobilize you, and he just looks at Isla. Would you like me to kill your friend now, or would you like to just join back with the master? Isla steps up and grabs the lightsaber and turns it back on. Okay. So, yeah, you reach down and, and pick up the lightsaber, and you get this kind of a dark feeling from it, but at the same time, it's it's not a foreign feeling. It's almost like you want to embrace it, but there's part of you that doesn't want to embrace it at the same time. So there's a little bit of an internal conflict, and you kind of have this feeling that in the past you have embraced that darkness. And you can swing away if you'd like. Hmm. Emotions and flashes of memory just freeze Isla in her tracks. You can almost see her life flashing before her eyes. All right. And at that time, a droid goes just zipping past you as A1 is attempting to slam into Titus. Uh, I'm going to flip over light side because A1's not the greatest at this kind of stuff. Well, he succeeds with the despair. Yeah. So A1 goes zipping past you. You, you actually hear him say, I'm not going to let Tazi lose one so close to him and he slams into Titus who kind of gets knocked back a little bit and then A1 just falls at Isla's feet and you see his power go back off Isla has already made her decision I'm going to use frenzied attack to upgrade my two green to two yellow using the lightsaber so red purple and black Uh, against Titus two blacks yep Two blacks. Two successes and one disadvantage. I'm going to flip a dark side point over. He falls unconscious, and I'll let you narrate how you do that. He falls unconscious. He's still alive, but he is unconscious. So Isla has picked up the lightsaber. Her eyes did some crazy stuff. A1 has fallen at her feet, and his little light went out, and so she... She looks back at Titus with these these wet eyes, uh, and she's going to say, Not today. Never again. And she advances on him, and he forgets that he doesn't have his lightsaber, so he goes to parry, and she cuts off his left hand. And also sweeps his leg, and he hits his head on the floor and passes out. There he is unconscious. At that point, Corel, you can move again. Okay. And we're out of combat, and he's laying there unconscious. I'm going to look around. Is there anything we could use for binders or anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Okay. There are binders here because they've brought in specimens. Okay. So they've got binders. You've got nets. You've got... Tazi, bind him up and get something that's over his eyes. I'm going to see to A1. Can do. 
and I'm going to go do a quick repair check on Awan just okay. to see if I can get it back on his feet. Uh, Isla, are you, average you, mechanics. Isla, are you okay? I'm still not sure who I was, but I think I know who I want to be. That's all that matters. And she will power down the lightsaber. Taz is going to take a few minutes to look around the room, grab some binders, anything he can use to to try and bind Titus up. Yeah, you find several different types of binders for several different size creatures and species. You find nets that have been thrown over people and other creatures. You even find catch poles, so poles with a a loop around that they would put around a creature's neck to bring them in. Some of those are electrified, uh, various implements to hold creatures in place. So Tazi grabs some binders. He grabs a a sack or length of cloth, what have you. Okay. You take the time, you get him bound up. So I'm assuming that basically the there are electrified collars like slave binders, right? Like yeah. binder collars. Yeah, he mm-hmm. grabs one of those and puts it on yep. Titus's neck. Alright. After a few minutes of Krell very expertly working on A1, he's back up and looking around. We're going to have to replace some of your panels, and the hand is kind of damaged, so we'll fix that when we get but, back to the ship. And if we want to grab that droid on the way out for spare parts. That's actually a good idea, yeah. We'll do that. What what droid? There's a weird... Well, well you'll yeah. see. Oh, all right. Is there anything left of him? Isla will kneel down and just hug A1. A1 pops his one mechanical arm out and tries to hug back as best he can. So, uh, we won. Well, I, I guess uh, winning is, uh, we could call it winning, I guess. He's uh, he's still alive, uh, but to be perfectly honest, I, unless he has, unless we've got more purpose for him, I think we should just put him down. Keeping a, a dark force user alive like this is not going to be good, and it's not going to we'll be We'll put easy. him in the escape pod, tied up as he is, and let's take him back to Coruscant. Um, can we keep him unconscious? If we put him I don't in. think we can. Kale is still here, we could probably drug him, but I'm not that good of a medic. No, I'm not either. I can do it. You can do it? Yeah. Without sp- killing him? Yes. That I- was a long hesitation. A1, are you okay? You're leaking oil. Sh- 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 yeah, okay. Uh, hmm. That's not oil. That's what? his tell. What? It's hydraulic fluid, and he does it when he lies. Well, if you put him in the airlock and keep taking the air out randomly, he'll keep passing out. Well, actually, I was thinking if we put him in the... the whatever. We'll, we'll make it work. I guess that my, that's my question. Do we need him? Yes. For what? Well, okay. He mentioned working with Dark Plagueis. He also mentioned his new master. Who's that? If there is another Sith Lord out there, we need to let the Jedi know. Well, we can let the Jedi know that there's another Sith Lord without taking this guy with us. Okay. But we already know Do one. Do you remember when we were on Korriban and how very angry I got when you shot Rafe in the head? Yes, I recall. If you do that here... You did what? I'm leaving. There's information in this man's head that we can use. Then let's call the Jedi here and not we take him We can call anywhere. them and meet, meet somewhere. Yes, we can do that, but I don't want to... We're not killing him. No, but we're also not letting this place stay. Well, let's get out of here right now. He, is he the only well, one here? Well, before, before we leave... A1, yeah. are you feeling up to doing some looking into the computer banks here? Let's see what we can pull from this place before we yes. leave. Okay. Maybe we can get all the information we need out of the computer and we can leave this this thing here. And luckily, I just remembered the self-destruct code. A1's downloading information off the computer 
And you see lots of information going across the screen. I'm going to do first aid on myself also. All right. You know what? I'm just going to use a st stim pack on myself. Uh, what is Isla doing while this is all going on? Isla's going around looking at all of the creatures in all of the tanks. She will also try to jog her memories to see if she does have any personal quarters in this place. Um, AA1? Uh, yeah. Do you have any um, schematics of the layout here? Are there any personal quarters? Uh, yeah. He brings up a three-dimensional map of the facility. And it looks like it's mostly just this lab. And there's a couple of small bedrooms off to the side. Isla, while you're looking around, the Yin Curry that he pointed to, that he referenced as Usul, mm -hmm. you get a memory of actually you capturing him during the Yin Curry invasion 10 years ago. You managed to sneak up while the Yin Curry were fighting another group, and you captured him off to the side, and you brought him back here. And you vaguely, you have kind of a blurry memory of bringing him down here and presenting him to a tall Mune who you now assume was Hugo Damask slash Plagueis. Right. And you also remember kind of having a, a sense of pride of bringing this to the master. Oh, yes. Well, we should probably check out Titus's quarters. There might be some information there. And, well, there's a second bedroom. It might be mine. While uh, Tazi's finishing his bindings, he wants to give uh, Titus a little, little pat down, see if he's got anything on him. Communicator, data pad... Uh, stim pack, which he didn't have time to use. Tazi pulls the stim pack off of Titus, kind of hefts it in his hand, and like, and looks up to Corell and says, Corell, for your leg. Huh? And he tosses oh. a stim pack your way. Thanks. Both of you guys make perception checks. Just an average perception check. Yeah. Uh, yeah, two successes. It's slightly heavier than it should be. Maybe don't use that one. I already used mine. I was just going to use this as a replacement. Yeah, just just hold on to that one. And Corral, now you've got it in your hand. There's more fluid in here than there should be. When we get back to the ship, I'll have KO. I'll I'll try and figure out what's up with it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, is Isla leaving at that point? Walking out of the room with to go to your check the bedroom. Yeah, Isla's probably not paying as much attention to you two as she probably should. So Carol notices Isla walking out at that point. It's like, A1, go with Isla and make sure she's safe. Okay. He punches a few more things in the screen, which you know he is to establish an uplink with the Crowlet's Fang and is now dumping all the information to the Crowlet's Fang. As they leave, Tazi also hands you the data pad he found on Titus's body. All right, his Carol unconscious Carol puts her hands up. I, I'm not having a good day with computers. Let's wait till A1 comes back. Are you sure? Yeah. Did you see what I did to the door? Well, I mean, I was there, yeah, but I... Yeah, that, that... I think I'm giving up on slicing for this season. Um, what about... Uh, and Tazi, like, kind of points to the remainder, the leftovers for your staff it's, on the ground. I mean, it's it's toast. There's nothing I can do about that. It, he severed the main power relay, all the connectors. Uh, sadly, this is something that uh, the duct tape cannot fix. Maybe we can uh, get you a new one before we leave planet. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can. Um... Although, and she kind of, she kind of, her eyes have followed, followed where Isla walked out to. I don't think she should probably have that. Have what? The lightsaber. I agree. I will, I'm also not going to ask her for it right now. When we get back to the ship, I'll have a talk with her. This is something that you guys should definitely have a discussion about. I well, no, not... you need to be involved in it too because there's, okay, 
You heard what he said, right? What Isla is, what we know of her, is a backstory. If her memory was truly wiped, which, according to K.O.'s scan, the scans K.O. looked at and everything, it's true, then she had a very rough past. But that's still there. Oh, no, I, I don't get me wrong. I, I'm not trying to say that this doesn't involve me at all and that I'm not going to be involved, but in regards to the lightsaber and her... Whatever abilities she has, you are much better equipped to discuss that with her than I am. I understand. That's I'm all just, I'm saying. I'm more talking about a level of trust at this point. You don't I, trust her? She seemed pretty clear about not wanting to be this to be part of her life anymore. Yes, but it's the dark side is very insidious, and it's really easy to slip down that slope, okay? Take it from somebody who's doesn't have control of her anger issues. I am also worried a little bit about you. I mean, you have an attachment to Isla. I don't want to see you get hurt if something goes badly. I don't want you blindsided by it, okay? Understood. So, I'm not saying we don't trust her. I'm just saying it's probably a good idea to keep an eye on her. I, I get I get what you're saying, Corel. I understand. I just, I don't, she hasn't given me any reason to not trust her yet. This isn't reason to me. Her, her past, I mean, her past is something that she has no control over and she doesn't remember. Like, uh, well, and, and that's why I'm not saying, you know, don't don't treat her differently. But I want you to be aware that the dark side of the force leaves kind of a stain on you. It doesn't go away at all. I mean, it can be negated and you can walk away from it, but it's very difficult. If she's I, I'm all on board with Isla as she is. Don't get me wrong, but there's. There's a risk there. We, we've all got we've all got uh, things that have happened to us or that we've done that that leave, as you call it, a, a stain. So, don't I am not disregarding what you're saying. I'm taking. Okay. I understand, and and again, you know this better than I do. This side of things, better than me. Okay, it, and I'm just I'm just worried about this. This is kind of taking us all by surprise. Of course, we, we knew she had a mysterious past, but she was an infiltrator spy. That's what she was good at, apparently. I believe the phrase is more than we bargained for. Well, that's pretty much sums up the last year. Yeah. Everything has been more than we've bargained for. Let's, um, if we're done here, let's, so let's go play catch up. All right. I'll grab him. Are you all right? You're going to be, you're going to be good to run? Yeah, I'm a little limpy for right now, but it'll get better. Well, here, let me, let me at least get you back on your feet. She takes a hand up and then goes over and picks up our bound and manacled and blindfolded Sith dude. All right. The camera pans over to Isla and A1 walking into one of the bedrooms. A1 kind of looks at Isla. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. And he opens the door, you know, blast her out looking for trouble. It's just an empty bedroom. There's nothing in it right now. Is this one Titus's or Isla's? Titus's. Okay. It's just got personal effects in here. Uh, you find another little data pad in here. Um, otherwise, it's kind of a just a plain room. Isla will hand the data pad to... A1. Jimmy to look at it now or later. Go ahead and look at it now. I'm going to I'm going to go into this one, this other one by myself, okay? Uh Tazi said to stay with you. Okay. Um could you just stay maybe in the doorway? Okay. And so they go to the room next door and uh it's locked with a code that of course Isla punches in. Okay. Door opens. And the door opens. It's um it's a little bit of a bigger room. There's a few more 
sort of personality things in there. There's a sort of larger, maybe reading chair. The the bed has some, you know, very soft, nice sheets on it. And Isla, you know, goes to the closet and sees, you know, pretty much the same outfit multiple times over. <laughs> you know, your basic kind of uh, smuggler's outfit without the vest, because she's not that kind of smuggler. Okay. And she goes through the the drawers and most of them are empty and she goes into the fresher and kind of puts her hands on the side of the sink and looks up into the mirror and she gets like a flash of herself giving a pep talk to herself in the mirror before a training session Is there anything in the room that isla wants to take out no okay no but as she she looks at herself and she hears this in this in the back of her head um you can do this zarla you know you you can make you can make titus proud you can make the master proud you can master these issues you can do it and isla just brings up her fist and smashes the mirror you smash the mirror and a1 comes tearing in there blast her out what what no a1 a1 it's fine just um wait Isla will go to the bedside drawer and open it, and inside there is a little digital picture frame that she'll just pocket. Okay. As Isla's putting the digital picture in her pocket, A1, like, stops next to her and just looks up, and he says to her, um, you know, we've both had our memory wiped, and now we're not controlled by other people. We can actually be who we want to be. And then he just slowly rolls out of the room. Then he sees Tazi and Corral walking up, and A1 just looks at Tazi. Uh, it's all clear. Good job, A1. Isla comes out, and she's got the lightsaber in her hand. Isla hands the lightsaber to Corral, and without looking at her, says, I'm, I don't think I should have this. I think after what's in my past that I both can and can't remember... I shouldn't be searching for the dark side. I think I should be searching for a little redemption. Carol kind of regards you for just a second, like, just a beat, and then she just reaches out and takes it and nods to you. As soon as, Carol, as soon as you have that lightsaber in your hand, you've heard of Sith lightsabers and that they have synthetic crystals and all these other different rumors. Mm-hmm. You get the feeling more that it's corrupted not that it was made so you get the feeling like other crystals you've had or been around right only this one has been corrupted with the dark side so you can tell through the force that it's not a synthetic crystal okay well she's just gonna attach it to her belt you know like where her normal lightsaber would be so it hangs kind of weird because it's you know it's so circular Mm-hmm. And she just she's gonna take Titus and hoof it on down the hall. Okay, that was a that was probably a wise decision. Well, it felt like the only decision I could make. I don't know how to react to that. Just then, Tazi, your comm goes off. It's coming no, from the ship. No, 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 Zeke. Yeah, is, is everything okay? Everything's fine. Cause I'm in the cockpit and everything lit up and there's all this bump beeps and. Everything Screens lit up. What? What? What's? What's flashing? Be more specific. Um, lots of words and something about ex- experiment and all sorts of other stuff. Okay, A one patched into the ship. That's probably why the systems came on. Oh, whew. 
thought somebody was trying to steal the ship. A1, is that you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that would, A1. That'd be me. You know, if we... Good, because the last thing we need right now is to be stranded on this hunk of rock. Yeah, so everything's okay? Everything's fine, uh, Zeke. Please uh, wait by the gangplank. Okay. A1 just looks at Tazi. So, uh, you were worried he was going to take my job? And he can't even recognize when somebody's done an uplink? You locked out the systems like we talked about, right? Yeah. Okay. And then A1 just starts rolling back towards the exit. Um, he, uh, Titus had a room here too, right? We should probably check that. Yes, um, A1 and I found a data pad. I gave it to A1. Oh, okay, you've already checked it. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, you can check it again. A1 stops over by the door, and he's going to look at that data pad he got out of the room. He's scrolling through it. After a couple minutes, he, uh, you can't hear it. Teehee. Teehee. Tazi. Yeah. Look, look. Titus called Dooku a puppet. A puppet? Really? Yeah, yeah. Something about his masters using Dooku as a puppet, and soon he'll be overthrown by Titus. Well, that doesn't bode well for anybody. Oh, you're right. Because we all thought Dooku was... Anyone just looks at Tazi. Uh, I think Corral needs to know this now. Well, we're... we're I think we're all caught up here, but I think we're going to head back to the ship. Yeah, um, should I start the auto-destruct sequence? We have well, five minutes to get out once if, it's I mean, if you blow on. the... If you, if you blow the complex, you're going to kill everything in here. You know that, right? Everything is already dead, Tazi. She, she's right. Oh, I thought there was stuff that was still alive. Based on what I've looked at, it seems that Titus and his master were killing these things and trying to bring them back, and then killing them and bringing him back. Something about the life force, and I don't understand it completely. Wait, they were they were bringing them back from the dead? Uh, on a few occasions, they were able to. Oh my galaxies. The, the big thing is we can't start the destruction sequence virtually so, we have somebody has to be here in person well, here's the other the other problem i see with the destruction sequence is that this is a dormant volcano could i uh nominate zeke hold on just wait okay we can't blow this place if we blow this place we risk reactivating this volcano and we don't know what that's going to do to the planet well that's fair boy if i hadn't given corel the lightsaber i would just take a lightsaber to everything well what we can do is we can do a system wipe so at least everything that's here, the computer banks, everything, we can make everything unrecoverable. Okay. I, I don't think that we'll have time to... We, can, we could use the ship's weapons to, to close off some of these entrances. Yeah. yeah. That'll be a little safer than blowing the complex and whatever that would entail. Right. What do we do with all the bodies? Leave them. Okay. A1 rolls over and plugs into the computer. And yeah. we, we don't have time to do any burial rites or, or cremation. I think Carell's right. I think that the the Jedi need to know this is going on. I assume that A1 is hooking up to the computer systems to try and yes. wipe all data? Yep, he has begun that process. And it takes several minutes, mm -hmm. and then he gets it all taken care of. All right, guys, let's head to back out the way we came in. All right. On the way out, A1 spots the remains of the medical droid that came up that Tazi dispatched rather handily, and he... Locks on a little magnet on a string, so to speak, and drags him out. What happened to that guy? He, uh, wrong place, wrong time. Looks like somebody shot him in the head. Are, are there any other droids here? Just me. Um, if there are, there won't be for, for long, I guess. Well, I guess there will be, but they'll be locked in. They'll be trapped. Yeah. Far as I can tell, just me. 
Yeah, because we don't want to leave anything that could communicate outwards or continue whatever they're doing. Yeah. Agreed. But you scanned, you didn't find anything? Nope. Anyone? All right. I did not. Do you think the Jedi are going to want to see this place before we seal it up? Well, if if the Jedi want, they can come back and unseal it. They certainly have the capabilities. Okay. So we head back to the ship. Yep. So we jump over to Corral walking out of the tunnel. You see the ship there with Zeke sitting right at the base of the landing ramp. Yeah, she's she's kind of limping along. Uh, she's got Titus slung over one shoulder. Hey, Zeke, good. Uh, you're here. Yeah, this is where I was told to be. No, good job. Um, they should be along shortly, so I, I'm going to go lock this guy up. Okay. Who is that? He's our prisoner. Oh. Don't trust him. Don't do anything he says. He's a very bad guy. Okay. And she just walks past him onto the ramp and goes down to the uh, escape pod by by her room, puts him in there, and and actually like physically takes something and and blocks the hatch so the wheel can't turn, kind of taking every precaution she possibly can. Okay. And then she goes into her room and the door shuts. All right. And then the camera goes back over to Tazi Islan A1 rolling up. A1 looks over at Tazi. So uh, what's Corel going to do with Titus? I, I I don't know. She wants to turn him over to the Jedi, so I guess that's where we're going next. Where do you think she's going to put him on the ship? Well, not in my quarters, uh, not in the cockpit, not in the storage area. There's only a couple places she could really keep him, so probably in one of the in either one of the cargo pods that's empty or in one of the uh, escape pods. He looks at you, and then he looks over at Isla, and he looks back at you. So uh, should this ship have a random air leak in that area? No, no, we... Um, we're gonna play this. We're gonna play this the way Corel wants to. I mean, an occasional deprivation of oxygen would keep him knocked out. We would just have to time it very carefully. Which I, wherever, I feel like I've done that before. Wherever she's keeping him, we'll just need to make sure that it's locked out of all ship systems. It's basically dead, so that he can't do anything if he does wake up. Okay. When I say locked out of all ship systems, I mean it still gets life support. Oh yeah, I got gotcha. you. I'm just being clear. I got it. The, the Don't kill him. Titus is to remain alive to fulfill whatever purpose Corel has for him. All right. So don't make it look like the ship had an accidental air leak. The ship will not have an accidental air leak or an air leak that happens on purpose. You Again. shall not, through action or inaction, allow Titus to come to harm. Got it. During the during the tenor of his stay on the Corel, it's Fang. Got it. Fair. If you ever come across a situation where you're questioning whether or not we would want. Titus, to remain alive through action or inaction you are going to take, please ask. I will. Thank you. And then anyone just continues dragging medical droid behind him. <laughs> you guys were coming up. There's yeah. Zeke standing there. Hi. We have uh, another prisoner? He's looking at the droid. Um, Not so much a prisoner as um, spoils. Spare parts. Spare parts. He kind of turns and starts rolling up. Maybe next time we could just free him? Yeah, in this particular case... um. It was either I shoot him or he shoots us, so there wasn't a lot of conversation to be had, Zeke. Um, just What does Zeke mean by that? Zeke thinks we free slaves as a matter of course, so apparently every droid is a slave to Zeke. I don't know. I don't have conversations with him. Weird. Well, you've given me my freedom. You weren't a slave. I, I guess I don't think you were a slave. I never classified you as a slave. I wouldn't... You weren't, uh... When, yeah, you didn't have a collar on or a restraining when we, bolt. Or, we helped. We we've been helping you trying to figure um, out your past. Me- metaphor. It w- it was a metaphor. I'm not great with metaphor. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm I'm sorry. I'm a very 
I like things very yes. I like things very spelled out and clear, and I'm not a big subtlety guy. Right. Me neither. All right. Let's um. Uh, Karel said Coruscant, I think. Yeah, let's let's hop this rock. Yeah, it's been a few weeks since we've been there. Um. Oh, I wonder if Master also out of the way. Around. Maybe before we leave, we should do some searches to make sure I'm not wanted on Coruscant. Well, That's a good idea. We uh, should probably do that while we're still connected to some kind of network. Yeah. yeah. As soon as we hit hyperspace, we won't be able to look. Yeah. Just in case. We should do that while we're in separatist space, so that the Republic doesn't see us doing it. All Are right. we in separatist space now? Yeah. Okay. This is all very confusing. It'll make more sense as we go. I have no context for any of this. All right. Let's uh, let's let's get aboard. We'll we'll do some searches and we'll get out of here. A one goes up, gets on the ship, and he heads right straight back towards his workshop, dragging the droid with him. Krell's in her room. Tazi, I'm assuming you're going to the cockpit. <laughs> Tazi lets A1 and Isla go up the plank, and then uh, from the plank, Tazi kind of turns back to like stare at the beach for uh, a few seconds. And uh, Tazi just stares out toward that beach for uh, a minute or two before he, uh, kinda he his head goes down and he kind of comes up the gangplank. This episode's Patreon backer is Michael from the RPG Academy. Not from the RPG Academy. Yes, that Michael. Uh, hey, it's A1. Just wanted you guys to know that Redemption is played using the Star Wars role-playing system by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Anybody ever wants to get a hold of us, the ship's com code is at RedemptionPod. Uh, plus, don't tell anybody, but I put a Holonet page up for us. Uh, it's redemptionpodcast.com. And uh, if you can, get on your datapad there and like us on iTunes, Google Play, uh, maybe Stitcher, or whatever other podcatcher you use. Uh, it'd be nice if other people could listen to us. And if uh, you ever want to support us and maybe throw us some credits, uh, you could visit patreon.com slash redemption. I promise I'll use your credits wisely and won't go gambling. Really, I won't. Don't look at me that way. Hey, one, who are you talking to? <clears throat> ah, goodbye. See you next time. <laughs>